Shout out Sniper T on the beat. Tamara to the break of dawn is on the rise with life on the forefront of the mind. So line for line, you can ride this brain train and you can change your station without even touching the dial. So relax, stay a little bit, but listen for a while. And whether you're bumping this in the whip or in a business fit, it's a meeting you won't want to miss. A meeting for a meal to feed the soul with words for the mind. So sit back, enjoy the ride, time to take off, it's time to fly, cause Tamara till the break of dawn is on the rise. Hey, 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 y'all, welcome back. I be trying to just have all the energy for y'all, you know what I'm saying? But... I am Tamra, and shout out to all my new listeners. Let me do y'all f- pause. Let me acknowledge y'all first. I'll be trying to flip flop, but shout out to all my new listeners. Uh, new episodes drop every Thursday. Generally talk about my life and how I'm trying to grow, but I'm in. You need deep in this series. This is the second part of this series. Um, But if you're not, you should totally follow me on social media. So the link to my Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok are in the episode notes. Let's see, podcast happy hour. If you listen to this episode on time, the next day, so the 19th of November, a Friday, we are having the next podcast happy hour. I am hosting it, and it's going to be at Oh, man. Let me get this right. Look in the episode notes, actually, because I can't think of what we agreed on. But we did finally agree on Friday the 19th. Anywho, um, I guess we'll just... Oh, yeah. All my regular listeners, I appreciate your support. I ain't forgot about y'all. Um, By the time this airs, the spoken word night will have happened. So if you missed that, the link to catch the replay is in the episode notes. If you like poetry, myself, Penrose, another content creator, and my really good friend, Lindsay, which you might as well consider her a content creator as well. Um, We all three get together. We're going to probably do it twice a year. And do a spoken word night. So the link to that will be in the episode notes. But let's go ahead and get into this episode. My guest is sitting there patiently, quietly waiting. Everybody, if you're not watching, I do have another guest. Which if you read the, you know, the title, you saw who it is. This is like, him and Chris are about tied. Because Chris is catching up on the most frequent guest slash co-host as we're doing this weekly you recap but before her there was Baylor who was my most frequent guest so everybody welcome Baylor to the virtual studio yo 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 I would assume Chris would have more at this point you know no because you are more frequent so I don't count podcast happy hour because that we all do that so between you, like the you recap though, and and then the other sporadic episode, she is y'all might be about tied or she's she's creeping on a come up. She she probably might pass you by by the end of this uh season of you since we're would, doing it weekly and there's 10 episodes. Yeah, I would I would assume so. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Shout out Chris. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah, shout out to Chris. Um, so welcome y'all to part two of Black Card Revoked. And if you missed part one, it was definitely one of my favorite episodes that I recorded with Jay. We each shared 10 non-black, excuse me, non-black songs that we like. Um, so definitely go back and check that out. It's episode 103. But if you are just coming in in the middle of the series or you're a new listener, I'm going to give you a quick overview just so you understand what's going on. And so really, I've been thinking about a lot about what it means to either define someone's blackness or what does it mean to, quote unquote, act black. There's a lot of different factors that played into that, but I'm not going to do all that this episode. But I personally am not one who subscribes to the idea that anything that I can do can make me more or less black or more or less, quote unquote, black enough. Despite the fact that a lot of people, including some black people, seem to have this misconception that black people are only supposed to engage in certain activities or they're only supposed to listen to certain music, etc., so what I'm doing is I'm sharing some of my interests because I have a pretty eclectic interest style when it comes to TV and movies, which we'll get into get into today. Music, food, like I don't I don't know. I just don't subscribe to that. And in in this lighthearted way, my hope is that I could shatter that misconception that you can just understand that if you're in your black skin doing something i don't care what it is that's what black people do period you know what i'm saying we got to stop boxing ourselves into only enjoying certain activities music etc so like i said last week we did music and this week baylor and i have a list that includes a mix of 10 of our favorite non-black tv shows and movies not in necessarily order. I couldn't put mine in order, so I just have a list. Um, mm. Neither of us know what's on the other person's list, so it will be kind of interesting to see if there's crossover or any of that. Um, not going to play clips like I did with the music episode, which anyways, YouTube, if you listening, because you be scanning my episodes, y'all be dragging it. Like, them copyright things, I feel like you need to take context of the episode of the content into consideration before you just flag and block. Like, I don't I don't ever care when they say uh, the, the episode can't be monetized because my channel's not monetized anyway. But they blocked my last video, episode 103, and I, I'm in the process of disputing it, but it's kind of like, they didn't even put it out. They just blocked it. And I'm like, y'all doing too much. So that's just how I feel. I feel like if somebody else's music or whatever inspired me in some sort of way, and I'm giving the artist credit, not me trying to steal it. I feel you on that. Not me trying to sell it as my own. I feel you on that. But none of that was happening. It was basically like a commentary episode. <sighs> now that that's out the way, Baylor, <laughs> as the guest, uh, you can go ahead and go first. Yeah, so um, I got to go with, uh, and it, this is probably like in my top five 
of all time. Not all time as far as all movies, but mm-hmm. definitely I have a, um, I guess you can call it a fetish, if, you, if a fetish or addiction to like teen movies Mm-mm. or whatever. Um, and I'm still trying to figure out why. I think I explained it on one of my episodes before, but to go into detail up about it, um, I, I'm still trying to figure that out. But American Pie. Mm. American Pie. That is one of my favorite friends. It is so many laughs. Um, and the fact that they kept it going. I mean, but usually it's not it's not safe to to try and attempt to continue the franchise on because uh, you start to lose some of the actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. And then some of the flavor in which you begin with is not there anymore. Uh, and again, this started you know, within the show started in high school and went all the way past to marriage. You know mm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yet, you know, sticking with, I would say, the bulk of the uh, actresses and actors, um, they did a good job overall. You know what I mean? They they did a good follow-up film right mm-hmm. behind it. And I think that's all that matters. If you give us a great, if you get a give us a great debut and then follow it up with the uh, sophomore album. Mm. I think we're good with that. And it's extremely hard to get the trifecta. So, you know, you got to be careful with that. Mm. But definitely American Pie is on my list. That is actually on my list, too. The, the first one. Mm-hmm. I may have watched the second, but I, I'm not sure if I watched the, fir- the third. But I definitely watched the first one. So... I have that on my list as well. And I'm also going to tell you about my list. My list isn't exactly just 10 TV shows and movies. What I had to do on some of them is do categories of the same type of show or movie just to, I don't know why, because I couldn't, for whatever reason, this was harder than the music one because there's so many TV shows out there. And so I even did an honorable mention category because I knew we would have some of this, if not all three of these in common. So my honorable mention category is The Breakfast Club, The Goonies, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm -hmm. Those three movies, especially The Breakfast Club and The Goonies, I, right now, as an adult have dvd copies of those movies that i and i don't have a ton of dvds so if i actually buy a dvd you are very special to my heart as far yeah. as movies and at those, that point you just you just you just hold it on to history yeah and those are movies that i've watched multiple times my kids enjoy the breakfast club especially because i've watched it enough that they've seen it so bender is their favorite character, just like he's my favorite character. Um, and so, yeah, that's my honorable mention category that I guess I'll go there first since you already said American Pie, because that was definitely one of mine. So you could go next. Uh, well, I mean, you actually knock three. <laughs> Your honorable mentions is definitely in my top 10. Mm. Um, Breakfast Club. Man, man. And I think the one thing about those three movies in general is that they came out in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And I am a I am for sure a fiend when it comes to the 80s 
era, period. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, just a, a splash of the late 70s and probably the whole 90s as well. But if I can go back to the 80s, I will go there and I will stay there. Mm. You know what I mean? And then, you know, they because in the 80s with those three films that you just said, we didn't, you know, we were at the like, I want to say before you get to start, we was at the very beginning stages of the beginning stages of trying to figure out the, like the special effects mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. And when you actually watch some of these movies that needed special effects, um, you can see the creative process that they had to go through to get certain things to to go a certain way. Mm-hmm. Whereas now is today, you got CGI, you got the green screens, and yeah. you got all kind of stuff that can make us believe like they were really there. You know what I mean? But you know, back in the eighties, it was a lot more legwork, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. I mean? a lot more, a lot more creativity upstairs to try to put this masterpiece together. Uh, Breakfast Club is, is like number one for me. Mm. Breakfast yeah. Club is like number one. Is just you had so many different personalities yep. in one detention setting, and all it was at the end of the day, no matter who you are, everybody dealt with some type of personal issue. And that's the thing with that movie in particular, even more so than the Goonies, which I didn't put like any action movies or any like action TV shows, none of that in this simply because this is a lot of stuff that I grew up with. So that's what got me into the shows that I put on this list. But back then, like you said, there wasn't the CGI, there wasn't whatever, the plot, the writing, everything had to be on point to make it believable. But what I love about The Breakfast Club in particular is that could happen now. Now, it would look a little bit different because of fashion and stuff like that. But even smoking in the school, you know what I'm saying? They still do that now. They'll probably just have a vape pen instead of a joint you know what i'm saying you still have they got the same stereotypes yep you yeah that's what i was saying you still have that same so that's something that because it was so true to life and so relatable it transcends time to where here in 2021 it's still relevant it's Mm -hmm. just from back in the day obviously It, it, it just wasn't a um it wasn't a film just to put it out because of maybe certain names or anything like that. That film actually came with uh, a message. Mm-hmm. You, know what I mean? yep. you had, you had, if you really think about it, you had abuse in, yep. the, in the household. You yep. know what I mean? You had high expectations mm-hmm. from your parents in another household, whether it was athletic or academics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you just those kids coming along again. I got to do this. You know what I'm saying? But the only one thing that I would take away from that film is not enough melanin in it. Oh, yeah, there was none, you know, know so. But we still appreciated the film for what it was. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that it would definitely rank high up there for me always. Yeah. Yeah. That that aside, you know, they would definitely have at least one black kid. If they redid that, they would Mm -hmm. definitely have one now so on that same note because i guess i'll go again since i guess i (laughs) said a bunch yeah you might as well go because you just ran off half my list uh so speaking of lack of melanin so the wonder years Mm 
And why I say it like that is because I haven't watched the new one. I don't know that I am going to because I have. I watched a couple of episodes. Okay, how was it? I like it. I I honestly look. I, I'm not one of those. I'm not one of the people that say don't do it all the time because I know that even with the technology that we just finished talking about and mm-hmm. all the things that they could do now, it, it's still lack of a creative process that's mm-hmm. going on upstairs. And just like with music, they tend to go back and get the samples. Yeah, yeah, make yeah. their music sound hot, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not mad when they steal old ideas. They you just gotta do it right because you yeah. know you know what is just with a song when you hear a song you be like dang I know that sample the original song is a banger mm-hmm. so in the back of my mind I'm like look I like it but don't like I like that you like to sample the oldies but don't mess it up because you can right. mess it up you know right. what I mean uh, this right here I actually like it I actually mm-hmm. like it because I wanted to see. Obviously, is 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 from the point of view of a uh, of a black person, right? Um, but it does touch on racial topics, and it's based back then as well. Okay, yeah, because okay. because they they actually well, I don't want to give any spoilers if you're gonna watch it. Go ahead, because I'll either forget or I won't watch it. <laughs> well, well, one 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 thing that they uh, touched on in one of the episodes was the assassination of Dr. King. Mm, okay. And that, and then it showed the impact. Okay, through our lens. Interesting. I yeah. might have to. Okay, but yeah, the the back in the day one though, it just you know it felt, you're, it felt good. Yeah, you just watching a kid basically growing up and what life is like in his household, his best friend the the girl of his dreams basically you know the girl next door mm-hmm. um and i yeah i loved that show and then i feel like because fred savage is i uh, forget what his brother's name is boy next door i forgot yeah well oh, the original I- boy next door that's his younger brother that's kind of what made me get into Boy Next Door when that was out, although that's not yeah. on my list, but I'm, yeah, I'm gonna lie to you, it had more to do with Topanga than anything. <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah. it, I feel yeah, it. Th- that show in general is a is definitely uh, uh, honorable mention, though. With, with, mm. It should be an honorable mention with everybody, along with Blossom, yeah, hard, oh, yeah, Blo- and see, this was hard just like with music. Because I forget about stuff until I remember. So it's kind of like I had I had to do research. Some of them it was like, oh, yeah, this is easy. Like Breakfast Club, Goonies, my honorable mentions, and some of these others, it was easy. But I wanted to have a range of the different types of, quote, unquote, white people or non-black, but it's pretty much predominantly white people. um shows and movies so i kind of didn't do all the friday night shows that we used to watch like blossom i kind of forgot about some of them because i was trying to be all over the place but yeah Yeah. i'm definitely uh being considerate to uh some of the newer shows as well because if i wanted to be just strictly age biased then we probably wouldn't get past 
the 90s. Mm -hmm. I, I will will be stuck between two decades with me. I mean, no, we're not with me just because of there are some older ones in here. But yeah. Yeah, it's because pretty... because what you call it came out after I graduated, either the year I graduated or after I graduated. Um, the movie I just finished talking about. Um, shit, I can't even think of it. And I'm here, and I. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first movie we just finished talking about? Oh, American Pie. American yeah, Pie. Because I got, I got so many. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that was the tail end of the '90s or whatever, and then. But a lot of the teen movies that I like came after I graduated. Mm, yeah, you know? yeah, I was uh, definitely out of high school then. I had yeah. actually just graduated. Well, I had been out for a year at that point. Yeah. All right, next up, you go. I got a movie. Oh, God, it's so many, man. Um, but I the reason why I picked this one is because it kind of it tugs on my creative side as well, and that's the movie called Accepted. Hmm. Okay, and, I've never and, heard of that. Oh my God, that's one of my favorite. And Accepted because Accepted had no. That's a that's another that's another one. But Accepted is uh, I think it has Jonah Hill in it. I forgot the main mm -hmm. character name. I really because I'll be forgetting main, uh, names, but um, basically, Same. basically they created their own college mm. and got people to. <laughs> and, and it, the way it came about was <laughs> the way it came about. They got was, professors and everything. Yo, but not not authentic professors. Oh, like they, they, nobody could pull this off except for Hollywood. Right. All right, and I, what I mean, like literally, Hollywood would probably have to do this on the low. <laughs> and then market it out like, yo, this is a new university. They legit built a university from scratch. Mm. And they had people applying. Uh, they had uh, sorority and fraternities. And, and it, it was crazy. It was crazy. They met all the guidelines. and the. But the one thing that took it away from it, uh, that, that I took away from it is that you know how creative you got to be to create your own university, right? And yeah, and then have people actually like enroll and pay <laughs> tuition. Yeah, that's like, crazy. Like, yeah, even if it to make money or to create a safe space, and I'm saying that because the title. Well, the, the thing is, they had classes that catered towards their students. Mm. So, so for example, if if me and you was to open up a university, obviously one of the classes that we're definitely going to have is podcasting one on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And, they, and so voice. they they had something. <laughs> I can't say that word ever <laughs> anymore. And it's uh, sorry, we're going on a sidebar real quick. It's not like I didn't know the word absolutely before you, but because you say it so much on your show or in conversation. I can't say it without hearing you say it. That's why I be tagging you and yeah, we do it and in I, the group chat that. too. Because and when I tell you, y'all, you in general, and, and the rest of the rest of the ladies, y'all are actually the ones that will go out y'all way to say in Baylor's voice <laughs> all the time. Did I? But did I ever? I know I told somebody. I'm not sure which platform I was on, but I did tell y'all the backstory of that, right? Uh, I don't. It's actually my wife. Oh, really? Yeah. Anytime we're having like a, 
like one of those funny debates where we definitely disagree on something. So it could be like, j- just for example, it could be like a Uno versus Spades argument. Mm. Even though she's team Uno, but we going back and forth. I'll say something and then she'll say something. I'll be like, you really believe that? She's like, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I I didn't know that. And she also said, and she also says, she also says this a lot. This is her, her main thing to say all the time. Absolutely not. Mm. She says that. Now I say that mainly to my kids though. That's, that's where that mainly comes into play. Yeah. 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 So, to get back to it, accepted. Um, I thought it was a dope. I thought it was a dope film. Again, as you can see, with me talking about the Breakfast Club and American Pie, you see where my love for the whole teenage mm-hmm. movies is coming in. Uh, yeah, so check it out. Mm. All right, so I'm gonna take y'all further back in time, mm. back into. Uh, they started these movies in the 1930s. So my mom, and this is where I get this from, she watches a lot of like, there's Doris Day, Cary Grant, and like Rock Hudson. So these old black and white movies or TV shows or no, they're movies. And it'll be like back in the 50s or some of them are the 30s through the 60s. So one of them is Pillow Talk. Uh, bringing a baby and another one is lover come back so those are three separate movies just so everybody could have a movie from each of the actors that i mentioned but it's really from what i remember is like these a lot of um middle class white people that you know they wear business casual or nice dresses dressed up the whole movie so you ain't seeing Nobody, no females for sure, ladies, excuse me, in jeans, you know what I mean? They're having these dresses back when they had, if you smoke the cigarette, it'd be in that long metal thing and cigarette like on some Cruella DeVille type stuff. So (laughs) I don't know, like, I think it's mainly because she watches them so much and she still watches stuff like that, that that's what I grew up. I have memories of being in her room kind of like kneeling in front of her bed but like leaning on her bed so like I didn't want to sit on her bed for whatever reason and just her sitting laying in the bed or sitting in the bed or whatever and us watching these movies and so it just kind of has something that I think mainly because of the memories associated with it although the storylines I mean it's not like they're bad storylines you know what I'm saying it's generally man there's been one there was one where they start a relationship just like on the phone and that's all they're doing is talking on the phone. That's the pillow talk one. So it's like mm-hmm. that could happen now, but online dating or that movie sleepless in Seattle, I think it was where I think they started email correspondence. So it's kind of like stuff like that is relevant. Um, but because- I just got to, I just got to know how like the, the sexy talk was back then. Like what like what are you saying back then? You know, I can't remember, but it's it wasn't like <laughs> you gotta remember this was the 1930s and yeah, it was, so it, it was, was very it was very simple. Yeah, very censored. And I don't know that there was more so I don't really remember sexy talk, maybe flirting. 
And like you would know people were married and you would know that happened. But of course, you didn't see it, especially, my gosh, the way you see it now. Mm, Um, So, yeah, it'd be like, you know, that was back in the day when they used to sleep in separate beds, you know, because it's kind of like it's kind of like even even with today, like let's just say someone wants to go back and back and go back into the past Mm -hmm. with the slang that they have now back then, they would have no knowledge. But if you really think about it, if you just stay in today's world, you can actually go to other countries, hell, let alone you can go to uh, other states and cities and they don't understand the LA slang or the New Mm -hmm. York slang or the Miami slang, Chicago slang or something like that. So it'd be funny that you probably can get away with a lot of slick talking because their brain is not it wouldn't register like how we would. If I tell you, if I was to sit up here and say, "Hey, can I pet that dog?" <laughs> <laughs> you, you probably think like he wants to pet my dog. Yeah, I'd be like, "Can I pet that dog?" You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you got to take into consideration how vulgar though we have become, even in our music. And I'm, I feel like things were a little bit more covert back in the day just a little bit not a lot it and it also depends on the artist you know what i mean but yeah back then in these movies i don't really remember it being well yeah vulgar at all but we'll probably be we'll probably be considered uh um sailors Yep. Compared, oh yeah. Compared to uh, compared to what they were going to go, we cuss so goddamn much. Man, I remember when I was a kid, like you didn't hear "bitch" on regular TV. You know what I mean? Like you did, you didn't. And honestly, this is crazy because I'm a little bit different. I never did like saying the word. Mm. To, to this day, there's certain there's certain words that I don't like saying, and I just never got used to saying it. I'm I'm that way with certain yeah with certain words uh i feel like as i've gotten older though cuz i used to barely say the f word and even now i probably text it more than i actually would say it and i don't i'm not saying i text it a lot usually shut the fuck up is about <laughs> Like the way you broke that down, I know because I was trying to debate if I was actually gonna say it or not because I gotta be in a certain mode, and if I'm not in that mode, I don't cuss, period. You know what I mean? But, um, and you could tell by my shows because it's not like I don't cuss, but I'm just not like somebody who cusses a lot unless I'm in like upset or in a super aggressive like nigga you got me fucked up which is still anger type mo but just mm-hmm. on some man i'm about to uh smash the shit out this food no that's yeah that's no, not, I, 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 ne- I, I never i never overdo it but yeah. I, would say, I would say it comes natural to me so i don't that's why i said i don't I never got comfortable with saying uh, the word bitch because I just never, I just never did. I did just never. Now I would use it as far as, but I would, I would use it more when I'm around the fellas, but it wasn't, uh, it was more so towards them. Cause you know, you know, a fella be playing around. Like, Man, stop acting like a little bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. then that, that's as far as I would go with it. Cause I could find other words to call you. But I the the f word and the word shit that those 
explain the sentence. <laughs> you, right? Because it, cause it yeah. right now, right now, you'd be like, Baylor, um, you know what? I need you to do another episode after this one. In my head, I'm be like, she. <laughs> but you know what that means. You know yes. what I said like that. So yeah, no, nah. they wouldn't be having it back then. They'd be like, "You got a potty mouth, sir." Yeah, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, I guess it's on you. Dawson Creek. What you thought? Oh, yeah, that's on my list. Dawson's Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what I I was a I was a teenager myself. So watching Dawson and Joy, and I got so sick of their relationship because I'm like, just make this happen. Already, mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's kind of like Doug and, 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 and Patty and Patty, <laughs> like, like, what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? And they just drag along. And I think one of the things is I got I got addicted to the drama, mm-hmm. and I'm like, where are y'all parents at? First of all, <laughs> why y'all keep never anywhere around? How do y'all have access to the windows like this? Yeah. What's going on? Like these kids had so much freedom, mm-hmm. and, and he was definitely next to a creek, though. That's why I was mad. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, um, as I'm as I'm just breaking this down, I'm starting to add on to things that I why I realize I why I watch these shows is because of the scenery as well. Mm. You know what I mean? The scenery, the lifestyles that they live. Not saying that I would take anything or take away how I was raised. Mm-hmm. Or the time period or the areas that I was raised in because it built me to be this character that I am today. But God, I would have loved staying next to a goddamn creek. Mm. You know, just for the scenery, just for the therapeutic views and the sounds and things like that. Uh, but God, the fact that you can have a girl come through your window at any moment. Yeah. Like 24 hours, she has access to your window. That's crazy. <laughs> Mm, I had that on my list. Seeing that, that's in a that's one of the category ones because it was shows that I watched around that time. So in my that category, I have Dawson's Creek. I actually have Beverly Hills 90210. So oh, the original, you better, you better watch it. You better the the original the one? original one. Yeah, oh, okay. not that's why I said Beverly Hills because not this. I haven't watched any of the new ones. But Beverly Hills 90210, RIP mm. to Luke Perry, because he passed away. I, I don't know if it was last year. That it's been in the last few years he passed away. Um, but he talk so low though. Huh? He used to talk so low. Man, but he was the bad boy. <laughs> he you know was I'm like, if you don't turn your volume up and yeah. take the record off. But he that was de- he was definitely like a greaser to me. He mm-hmm, was definitely, mm-hmm. yeah, and then solid. One Tree Hill. Don't you a? <laughs> don't you go talking about my One Tree Hill like that? No, that's my show. That, that is, is my, in my oh. like. I watched that recently. Like in my thirties, I was sick and I like I had the flu or something, and so I started binge watching it i believe it was on netflix uh-huh. and i was so just back in there and just yeah. man i loved that show and it is the drama because there's all this 
this guy is with this girl, but he really likes this other girl. And then oh. they break up and they was just sharing, like passing them around. And, and then there's other dramas around. Yeah. It. You, got, yo, you got two kids. Both of them are excellent basketball players, but one was brought up to a single parent. The mm -hmm. other one had the lifestyle. And mm -hmm. it's like, it, it, even if you actually play into the whole color thing. Yeah. Because. You know, you got you got the kid with the blonde hair. You got the kid with the black hair. Like that, it was a lot going on. Like they mm -hmm. really tried to separate them two like that. Yeah, the pops ended up being like, like he was like a like a god in that city because of his high school career. Yeah, you know what I mean. Went on to 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 have his own business. And he was trash though. Trash, 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 man. Trash, yeah. Um, that's mm -hmm. those are those are those are two good ones because those mm -hmm. are definitely my list is <laughs> I, at this point I'm just I'm just moving cats out the way and adding some. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I will say it's so funny because it's um I'm gonna say Cheers and mm. Frasier. Cheers mm. is from the '80s. Frasier is from the 90s to early 2000s, which basically is a spinoff of Cheers because mm. Cheers is, if you've never watched it, and my mom actually is watching it, not like in this moment, but like the other day she was watching it. So she watches it currently, and so I still watch it if I watch TV with her. Mm. But um, Cheers, there's this bar owner, and basically that's the whole premise of the show is they're in the bar mm -hmm. all the time. And the episode that I watched the other day was like, there was this monk that he was about to become a monk. And he had, so before he dedicated his life to the monk services or whatever you call it, he wanted to like have one last, nor not one last, one night of drinking. He had never drank alcohol before. And so he drank all this alcohol, but Sam is like giving him coffee to try to like sober him up because he's like, nah, you doing too much. Doing too and much. was about to throw his whole monk career away because he's like, I'm a sinner and, and just all the side things that are going on. Because then you have the dynamic between him and Diane where she pretends like she doesn't like him when she does at first and just all these things. Frazier's a, a, a therapist who comes to the bar. So we, we get a little bit about his life, but then he gets his own show. And mm. my mom still watches that as well. So, yeah, those are definitely two shows. Like I said, that's a category because they kind of, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. come and together. And I, I will say this. I was, and I'm not going to say uh i was too young because my era in general at a young age we were watching a lot of stuff that either we didn't understand or we wasn't supposed to watch mm -hmm. that's why we are the way we are today yeah <laughs> or whatever yeah. and so that's along lines with my relationship with cheers and and frazier and then you got like you got a couple of other ones out there uh murphy brown Oh, I forgot about um, that. You know, Murder, She Wrote. Okay, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So those were the ones that I know I respect, but I wasn't, yo, I'm about to go watch this. Right, if it, right. If it was on, like I said, my grandma or my mom or something like that was watching it, and I had no, and in some cases, like, I have no choice but to watch this. <laughs> right. Then I, then I will watch it because Lord knows, like, sitting through the heat of the night, oh, my Lord. <laughs> 
Lee, boy. <laughs> you got to think. Oh, and night court, night court. Oh my God! Yeah. But, but the the uh, um, the heat of the night was based in the in, in the South, the South, South. Yeah, like S O U F, right? But I'm you know I'm born and raised in L A. I don't know what the hell y'all talking about. Okay, <laughs> everything is conservative. Why y'all police look like that? Yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, but it was one of those things where Cheers, you know, the theme music when it come on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, same thing with all these TV shows, even if you did not watch them. If you're a late 70s to 80s kid, uh, when these TV shows came on and you did not watch them on a the regular, you you still knew mm-hmm. the, the, the theme song to it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to keep it a little further, further down into the two... 2000 early 2000s and that's uh one of my favorite shows my wife still don't understand why i watch it uh but it's the oc okay i never really got into that one for whatever reason i don't, so the, I don't know so if i was o- too old at that point or it's, what it's still, it's still the it, they they still still the same recipe from mm-hmm. uh one tree hill dawson creek all of it is the same recipe Honestly, I'm gonna tell y'all to be honest with y'all. If you got white listeners, we like white people drama. I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. Mainly because when they do push out our shows, whatever those TV shows are, you know what you get. You either get comedy or you gonna get some drama. But they they mask it as being ghetto mm-hmm. or some or something like that. Oh no! When you get into some of these white people dramas, mm-hmm. oh, what I'm talking about, this is top tier messiness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that comes with that comes with the OC. The OC has all that. The funny thing about the OC is they tried to make Chino, the city of Chino, as if it was like Compton compared to <laughs> compared to uh, uh, Laguna Hills and 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 uh, Orange County and stuff like that. And I'm sitting back and I'm like, like literally, one of the kids is born and raised in Chino, and he ends up going to school out there with the with the privilege, and he's supposed to be quote unquote like, in in so many words, white trash. And I'm mm-hmm. like, y'all the same. <laughs> he's just a little bit tougher than y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, but uh, no, the OC man, like I've, all right, I, I, I'll, I'll say it. I'm not embarrassed to say it. This is my third time rewatching the whole whole season again. Oh wow, okay, yeah. you, you, you for real, for real. But the thing is, I give it breaks. Like I give it like a three, four, five year break, and then I, <laughs> then I go back to it, man. Because yeah. sometimes I'll be forgetting stuff. That sounds kind of like Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl, that's not on my list, but that made me think of Gossip Girl. I should have put it on my list. Uh, And it's crazy because Joe from You, that's where I first got introduced to him as Dan Humphrey, one of the main characters in Gossip Girl. But they live in New York, and these rich, 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 rich live on the Upper East Side, I think in Manhattan, like limos to school, where are your parents? Y'all have all this money. How are you just doing all this stuff? And then they go to this private school and you have Dan and his sister, I can't remember her name, who go there, but they're not rich like them, 
but y'all still go to the same private school. So it's like they're not living in Harlem. They just live on the lower east side or something like that. So it's just it's just really interesting how rich people don't understand that it's privilege. It's like they think in these shows and probably in real life, you're less than not understanding that how fortunate they are. Like not everybody lives like that. Not everybody can do all that. So now look, I want to call in an audible. Okay. All right. Cause I don't want to be selfish. Tell I'm about to ask my wife right now. Okay. What's what's one white show or white movie that you like? Did I like? Yeah. Like okay. if like if, if it come on right now, majority of the cast is white. Like the wedding planner. The wedding planner. Mm, okay. Uh, made in Manhattan. Made in Manhattan. Yeah, you, yep. you see, you see the theme. You see yep. the theme. Um. You if you don't talk about your the number one. Oh, Beetlejuice. The Beetlejuice. I was gonna say Beetlejuice, but no TV show. The Golden Girls. Oh, absolutely, Golden Girls. <laughs> Movies. Uh, no, movies and TV shows. Oh. oh yeah, Golden Girls. That man, that should have been on my list. Golden Girls, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Wifey. Thanks for coming through. <laughs> I, I, look, I had to call in some reinforcements. Yeah. Um. All right. I'm gonna knock. I'm gonna put these kind of in the same category because they're from the same era. So I have uh, the Dick Van Dyke show. That's from the 60s. I have I Love Lucy. And then I have I Dream a Genie. So those are all from the 50s and 60s. Black and white. Um, I Dream a Genie. I don't know how they came up with the idea for him to have some genie from a bottle that... <laughs> <laughs> came out and she's like his wife it's just i don't know how they came up with that but you see they keep that theme going with like aladdin and stuff like that where i don't know but yeah those those are shows that if i catch my mom watching them i'll watch them with her like those aren't shows that I necessarily will watch on my own. Mm-hmm. It's usually if my mom, I'm trying to think if my grandma watches that. I don't know. But yeah, that's kind of, I mean, you see those are from the 50s, 60s and whatnot. So I wasn't even around, but kind of like you said earlier, if that's what they're watching and then you just get used to the storyline and you're like, oh, okay, they got a baby now okay look at is she gonna have some powers too no that's bewitched but yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep yeah uh okay all right you know what since you want to go back i'm gonna go back a little bit too and actually this show was over this show was over probably i think the year i was born uh but you know they kept it rolling after i was born and all and the only reason why i'm bringing up is this show because i didn't watch it I didn't watch it a lot, and then when I did watch it, I didn't watch it for the show. I watched it for just one, uh, one character that was on there uh, because his character described my mind in a way, mm. like the, my thought process. Okay. Uh, have you ever watched Morgan Mindy? 
Oh my gosh, I used to watch that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nano, nano. <laughs> yeah. Robin oh, Williams. Uh, I forgot about that show. That's yeah, funny. That that's he's probably one of my number. He's he's definitely in my top human beings of all time. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, he was so versatile. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was like he was like a walking edible. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> he was. He and he was just, he just he man, that dude was good. Man, the only dude that I could somewhat relate to him, yet still still doesn't come close, is like a Will Farrell. Mm, yeah. Um Step Brothers, that's not even on my list, but that's one of my top Step, movies. Step Brothers, let me yo. That's one movie I could watch mm-hmm. at least once a day. Yeah, that that's one of the movies that I and I don't even remember who put me on to it, but I remember there was where I used to quote it like all the time. I would make something happen so that I could quote something from the movie. Uh Robin Williams is crazy. I just read an article or something about him. Well, maybe it was just a little caption, but it said that he used to, whenever he would be in a movie or whatever, he would tell the the hiring people, or I don't know what you call it when it's a movie set, so we'll just call it HR, to hire homeless people for like stage production roles and stuff, or jobs or whatever so so that they yeah and i just was like it's just so crazy that people will have these internal battles that no one knows about but they're still out here like trying to do good trying to be kind trying to whatever and be hella talented but be struggling it's really sad and, and that's one of those things where you know they always say you know, check on your strong friends and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But those cats that make you laugh a lot and things like that, sometimes they're funny to keep themselves from feeling down. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. and, and and the amount of humor that he possessed, like that dude was just naturally funny. Mm-hmm. Just naturally funny. And, and I'm talking about besides the characters that he plays, but thank him for giving us the flubber. You know, this is yeah. fire. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But his character in general, it's just, I don't know, man, Some certain human beings we got, uh, we was blessed with that left this earth early. Um, it's just something about them. You cannot explain it or whatever, because there's certain other artists and athletes and stuff that I was fans of, but didn't have that type of connection with mm-hmm. them. Uh, but Robin Williams, man, he was, he was definitely different. He was definitely different. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like I feel like where I feel like Jim Carrey is finishing what Robin Williams was going to start. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, which is another Jim Carrey. Yeah. Yeah. Cable yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. How many more do you have? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because I could I could do two more. And then we could wrap it up because I I'll know. Go, I, be, yeah, I, I can go for two for two, two for two. Go All two right, for two. you can go first because I think I don't even I don't even know where we're at because we <laughs> we just hey, yeah we, we um 
We all over the but I knew it would be this way and I knew yeah. I mean I, I, I did I did too, uh because like you said, a lot of people um they just don't understand that you know we, we had all right, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say this one. There was I was I was I, I wrote a list down, I threw the list away. <laughs> I threw the list away because I wanted to be authentic. So I have a top 10 that's not going to stay the same. Because I got mm. shit like I got Juno. In okay. Yeah. I got Disturbia. I got all kind of just random shit in there, but I did like Juno. I like that one a lot. Um but for my for my last two, I'm gonna go. Jeez Louise. I'm gonna go small wonders. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go small wonders. I gotta go with Vicky. I gotta go with Vicky. The fact that they used to put her in the closet mm. and just set her up there. Um I think they were supposed to bring it back or make a newer version of it. Uh, but that's one of those shows that was in line with like kind of like um, like how you said you watch Frasier and, and mm-hmm. Cheers and stuff like that. That was just one of those TV shows that I would just randomly watch. And I and again, I don't I don't remember I don't remember how the TV program and what oh the TV guys, that's what it was. So <laughs> oh yeah, we did used to get TV guys. Let me tell y'all something about these TV guys. <laughs> I forgot yeah. all about that. No, no DVRs. No, you know what I'm saying? If you had a VCR, then you was ahead of the game. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to record your show. So if you, you didn't it, watch it when it came on, you missed out. Them. You better tell them. You don't want to go to school the next day. And, and you're the that. only one that didn't see it. Man. Um, so yeah, that was definitely small wonders. That's definitely part of my childhood. All right. Um, my next one is I have the Brady Bunch on here. The uh, Brady Bunch. Yes, that's from the 60s and 70s. Blended yeah. family, which in a time when you saw more just family stay together, it might be dysfunctional. But to see a family that it's a blended family, it's almost like they were ahead of their time. But then just to see them try to make that work, the chaos. The, that was one of that was one of the biggest blended families of all time. Yeah. Like, how yeah. how was the oldest? The oldest they were like damn near and like. The 11th or 12th grade. Yes, and it's like, didn't she had three girls and he had three boys, right? Yeah, so like six, six kids. Man, listen. But they, and they already, you know what I'm saying? Already. No kids kids together. Yeah, so a lot happened and and you got to see a lot about family dynamics, jealousy of, you know, the the second child and- All that stuff. So, you know, yeah, that was a show that I would watch it on my own when I would watch it. So I know I got introduced to it probably because my mom. And I just say that because of when it came out. Now, now, did you did you do this? I, I know I did it. 
Um, but that was just based off of what the world was telling me at the time. But um, did you stereotype the different characters? I don't remember doing that. I, I, I definitely, I definitely did. Like each and every uh, kid, I definitely like, obviously when it came down to, uh, you know, Marsha, 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 she mm-hmm. was uh, obviously the most, uh, uh, the popular one. Um, who else we got? Jan. Jan, was it Jan? Mm-hmm. And Cindy. Jan, all right, so Jan was definitely, Jan was the middle child, right? Mm-hmm, yep. She definitely had middle child syndrome. Yeah, see that, so if you say it like that, then yeah, that because yeah. that's what I was talking about. I thought you meant like, I don't know what I thought you meant, because I'm thinking more like in a race sort of way, and I'm like, nah, it was all white people, so because because <laughs> Peter because Peter Brady seemed kind of a little weird to me. Uh, Bobby, he had that look of like just being one of those young and like bad little kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the oldest, he was Greg. just yeah, he was just you know I'm Greg, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm the cool cat, um, but yeah. Brady Bunch, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. All right, yo. I ain't going to say number one because, yeah, mine is not ranked in order. But I am saying my last one last on purpose. But what's your last one? I'm kind of conflicted with this one because, well, I guess so. They did, they did have one black person in there. But that's still not enough. So I'm mm-hmm. going I'm going I'm go ahead and go it's with good, that. but it's not <laughs> enough. It's not enough. <laughs> so I got to I got to throw them in there cuz you know how we are. It's kind of like with uh, the Golden Girls. Yes, were they white? Okay. But that was our show. Yeah, like Sophia how petty she was. Yeah, that show belonged to she us. She was mixed low key. Like, <laughs> so. like, like like if we was to divide everything up and we said all right, this is ours, that's y'all. Mm-hmm. We're definitely taking the Golden Girls. Yep. And we're also taking Saved by the Bell. Okay. Yeah. We're taking Saved by the Bell. Okay. See the original, right? The oh, I, yeah, with all the stereotypes in the world. Okay, you, got the, you got the jock, you got the cool kid, you got the uh the nerd, you got the cheerleader. I follow this, and I, I wonder if it's still there. I followed this Facebook page called Zach Morris's Trash, where it had all these clips that you really could see how trash this dude really was, where it was like, remember the time Zach convinced Screech to do this? Yeah. And no, convinced like tried to get with his ex or somebody's little sister to do this and do that. And like really pointing out how like this dude really actually was trash, but yeah. 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 Zach, Zach character was definitely, (laughs) 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 he was an asshole, but I will, I got to cut him some slack because more times than he would apologize. 
I mean, yeah, but when you keep doing the same thing over and then apology, like an apology without changed behavior is manipulation. So, like, was he really remorseful? Because you could say sorry, which is why I struggle with sometimes if people apologize. And I would tell my kids when they were little, when if you, I, I'm not, not going to bust because it's actually just one child I'm thinking of, but I ain't going to put him or her out there, whoever it may be. But they would do the same thing over and over again and then apologize. And I finally would say, like, don't apologize if you're going to do the same thing again because you don't mean it if you keep apologizing but then do it. Like, you can understand what I'm saying and receive it without, like, you don't have to apologize. But don't apologize and then turn around and, you know, yeah, Zach, he was, I mean, just privileged, but also very had daddy issues, you know what I mean? And so it's like yeah, when I look back at it as a look back at it as an adult, I always see it through a different lens because I'm grown and I understand how certain things could have this outcome. Mm-hmm. But he was still trash because still he was trash. he was very selfish and yeah and I'll never forget when Jesse took that speed or whatever and she's like oh, I'm yeah. so excited yeah I'm so yeah. I'm so <laughs> yeah back, yeah back in the day that was so dramatic because hey you know that that was around where you know Cass was still talking about dare mm-hmm. you know what I mean so. Yeah, shout out, shout out mm. to that. So we know it's all right. You know what I'm saying? Did and she then, become a, a part of Coyote Ugly or something like that? No, it was. No. Uh, I know what you talk about though. I can't remember what it's called, but then she went on to strip her way to the top, make it drop. Yeah, dropping that thing. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. So my last one, and I put this on here on, on purpose because is friends. So 90s to early 2000s, and it's always put up against living single, and I liked both of them. And this is where I struggle with, I don't know if people are just so simple-minded that they think you can only like one thing and you can't have, like, you can't like living single and friends, Mm -hmm. but I still watch friends, especially because my youngest daughter really likes it it was funny the like they had so many like one-liners joey was just slow as everything you know what i mean um phoebe was a space cadet you know what i'm saying that whole ross and rachel drama and uh chandler and monica getting together that was wild and they're like the only one that had like a successful long-standing relationship and then got married and so it's yeah. like um they have, they have so many different you know uh, i'm gonna say this i know all right so this is the thing i'm a person that knows that this is a good song or this is a good movie but also understand why a lot of people don't like it so what you're talking about is a lot of black people felt like friends stole the whole idea from living single you know what i mean like they stole that idea and i get that i'm not tripping about that right 
it just I just didn't I used to watch it, but I didn't watch it. You know what I mean? Like I knew the characters, I knew some of the storylines and stuff like that, but it just didn't hit. It just didn't hit for me. Mm. You know what I mean? It, it just didn't. I did like certain characters. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but no, nah, it never. I was. I would honestly say this. It, it just never. It just never got into my rotation. Mm. But it definitely. Friends is definitely in the Hall of Fame, though. But I they will. Got, they got. A, they got a strong. They got a core, like following. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you watch it, you watch it. Like mm-hmm. when my daughter watches it, I will sit down with her now, you know what I mean, and watch it. And the thing about it is, I didn't hear that about friends stealing the idea from living single until more recently. So I had already formed my opinion that I like this show and whatever. Mm-hmm. And since hearing that now it sucks in the sense that that's a black show and this is a white show so from that standpoint i can see where there's a frustration excuse me frustration when representation has always been a struggle but now that i'm a content creator and i see how often people either maybe have the same idea because um the series that I asked you to be a part of, which I'll just say it because it's going to be coming up, y'all. I'm going to be doing a Jack of All Trades series. I don't care if somebody else comes out and does it, you know what I'm saying, after you hear this or whatever. I don't ever trip off stuff like that because the stuff that I don't want stolen, I'm going to trademark. And then you could play with me if you want to, you know hmm. what I mean? But anything else, we're all inspired. So either someone took that idea or they might have come up with the same idea because uh i'm not gonna say who because i don't know if they want their stuff out in advance but someone ha- someone asked me to be a guest on their show the episode's already recorded when it comes out you'll know because i'll promote it but they're the series that they're having me be a part of is a jack of all trade series and the interesting thing about it is when they told me, I was like, oh, that's crazy. I'm like, because I'm going to do a series like that. I'm like, so when you see it out there, don't think I stole it from you because I already had that in mind. And I had just talked to you that day. So I was like, I just talked to Baylor. I mean, I talked to somebody prior to you, but they don't know them. So it don't matter. Um, so stuff like that happens. Even just the last episode we did with the black card revoked with the music of course i asked jay to be a part of it because jay is already somebody i know that likes a different you know different types of music i asked you to be a part of it because you're already somebody that i know that likes white teen dramas or at at the very least i knew you'd have that Mm -hmm. um kyle from 12 kyle i saw that he because you know he was kind of tweeting as he was listening And he was saying he was thinking about, I think he might have already recorded it because he said, I have an episode coming out that's kind of similar about, you know, non-black music. Mm -hmm. So in some ways, did they really take it? We'll never know because whatever argument or theory you have in your mind, 
you are going to find evidence to support it. You know, what I, even mm. though it might not be exactly true, but at a time when representation wasn't what it is now, I, I understand that argument. But that argument aside, I enjoyed that show and i didn't hear that argument until more recently i mean like within the last few years you, you know what um i get i i definitely get where you're coming from because i'm a person that has you know i write in my notes a lot mm -hmm. whether it's uh content that i'm going to put on clothing or content for some shows if you can see my notes for my shows that I have not done yet. Mm -hmm. so every, everything that I've written down, I have not done those shows. I, I I have award shows that I want to do. I have like I have a fashion show that I wanted to do do uh through a podcast, but since I don't have time to figure out and structure it, me and my family is gonna have a uh we're gonna have a fashion show. Or whatever, mm -hmm. because when I get a creative idea and I really like it, I got to get it done or something or whatever. So I get that part. I think it was more so of the recognition. I think gotcha. it was more so of just saying, because like I just said, I just went over a few shows. And I'm like, yo, this is the same formula. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And when, you, when you're when you're creating a show that's full of drama or something like that, it's easy to go get that formula from anywhere else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so 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 I get it. Did they really steal it, or were they just riding the wave, or did they already have this idea, but you put it out first? Yeah. You know how many words I didn't play with and say, "All right, let me put that in my notes, and I'm gonna sit on that." And then I go online and see somebody type it, or I see somebody say it, and I'm like, "Well, damn! I thought I came up. With it. I thought <laughs> I came." And you know what I mean? Uh, but I'm not. I'm not. I can't be. I can't be cocky, or I can't have my ego there to where I, where I assume that I come up with all these great ideas because I don't. That's why I do. I do my googles or something like that. And if I just don't find it, then I'm gonna assume. All right, I got it. With that particular show, though, it was a hit, and I think more. I think the debate came in where a lot of people feel like living single was that much better than friends, and they was like. But friends got a lot more recognition, got a lot more attraction, a mm. lot more love than the living single show overall. Okay. And okay. I think, and more, and you will find more of that fan, that the bulk of that fan base is clearly black people. Right. You know what I mean, and we, and we struggle with, um, and in some cases we shouldn't have to struggle with it, but we struggle with saying like, look, man, we, it's a thin line between like we want our respect or you know what you are right this is just a part of the game like y'all came up with the same idea we came up with mm -hmm. but some of us feel like no i need that i need that respect you yeah know what i mean i need that going back to what you were saying about the you know you got you got things that's coming up in the future that you don't want to put out there yet until everything is stamped so when you do put it out there you know for sure nobody gonna steal that idea yeah, and and that's kind of it's interesting because I've learned that just from being a content creator. Like when I came into which shout out today as we record this, this is my two year podiversary. Shout out. So, yeah, and so when I came into this, 
I've learned a lot in the last couple of years, but I came up with the idea that I've been sitting on that I keep alluding to and all this stuff. I've been sitting on that almost a year because there's just been some hiccups with the trademarking process. And that's cool though, because I, and I feel like you and I talked about this offline where I was saying how I thought about releasing it locally because mm-hmm. locally it's protected just by common common place laws, or I forget what it's called, but just by the fact that locally, but then it's like if somebody wears it online and then somebody somewhere else sees it, like it's not protected. And it's just, it's really unfortunate though, because when it comes to content, I don't really care about that as much. And I'll have people like, I remember when I first had my kids on, I had podcasters reach out to me and say, oh, that's a good idea. I think I'm going to do that. And I'm like, go for it. Like, if I inspired you to do something, it's cool that you told me. But even if you didn't, I'm not going to be mad because inspire. like I get inspired by other people. But when it comes to actually putting out like the way I get inspired by something it's not going to be Baylor, you do an episode and then I do one like you. No, mm-hmm. but it could be that in your episode, you say something like the inspiration from this series came from listening to Jay's episode. And Jay said, if you haven't, she said, people say that if you haven't watched The Last Dragon, your black card should be taken. That's what sparked the idea for this. She didn't do a, she didn't even say black card revoked. She just said your black card. And I started thinking about how many times people attribute our blackness to what we do, what we watch, what we eat, where we wear, where we live, whether or not we go to college. Cause I had somebody told me I was trying to act white because I wanted to get a college degree. No, sir. Mm. I wanted to be marketable in my field. You know what I mean? We got to stop attributing certain things, good or bad. We got to stop saying that when someone speaks proper English, that they're talking white. No, that's the way the English language was written. Now, yes, we have slang and we have all these things and that's great. But don't try to discredit somebody's blackness in that way. Right. So that's like I was inspired by Jay's episode, but not like. I did an episode just like her because that's where I think we're all going to be inspired by something. But I just think when you get into doing the exact same thing, like if somebody was to do a karaoke battle, I've seen no podcasters in our community or whatever. I haven't seen anybody do a karaoke battle. I wouldn't be salty but if you got that idea because you saw me do it, you know that. You know what I mean? Like, well, I've always mentioned it though. Yeah, and so I always I do. It. Yeah, because yeah. I don't have to pretend like I came up with it. Like, I'm still I'm dope because I'm dope, not just because I came up with this idea. You know what I'm right. saying? But I just feel like I'm the kind of person. This is why if I quote somebody or. Every time I say absolutely, I hear Baylor say absolutely as I'm about to say it. Now, if I'm not in a 
like online or in our group chat and people don't know you, then I'm not going to say in my Baylor voice because they're going to be like, who the hell is Baylor? But even when I'm outside of the creative world space, if I say absolutely, I still hear it in your voice because you say it so much. You know what I mean? But I just feel like, yeah, I, I do understand now where you're coming from with that because I thought you meant just like, oh, it's the same show. And I'm like, I mean, we don't know if they really you know what I'm saying, stole the idea, but when things are not marketed the same and whatever, but also- I, I think if they would've got, I think if they would've got similar love that I don't think it would've been, I, I mean, maybe it would've been the same discussion, but on the lower on the lower tier, like where nobody's really tripping off of it because I, I some of my most recent shows, and I've told Cal, Cal has, Cal, I've done Cal's show, 12 Cal, I've been on his show, he's been on my show, and I, but I told him, man, man, and man, I said, man, there's a few episodes that you dropped that got my juices flowing and got me to record certain shows. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm like, but I will say in the episode, I got this idea from Cal. Yeah. And, and it's not, and it's not like a, this nigga didn't create algebra. Yeah. <laughs> he just, he just tapped into a place where a lot of people didn't tap in at the time mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? That's a great idea. But the the least I could do is say the purpose of this episode is because I listened to his episode. Yeah. And he the one that came up with the idea for that particular episode. I think that's because you have integrity. I think that's because you're an authentic person. I think people that and this is going to sound however it's going to sound, but that this is how I feel about it. I feel like if you're trying to seek validation solely off of what you put out there, then you're not going to want to credit that next man, that next woman that you got that idea from. But the thing that you fail to realize is you're not taking away from them by not crediting. You know what I mean? Like, And you crediting them is not going to take anything away from you. But the thing about it is, if whatever you're doing, be it a content creator, be it just living life, and you're trying to imitate someone else, you're never going to find fulfillment in that. Because at the end of the day, everybody's going to think you're so dope. And because of reasons that really aren't you, they don't know you and you're always going to know that, you know what I mean? And so me, y'all will see me at, you're seeing me add different things to my show, you know, add different series, but it's all series ideas. Cause I have so many ideas. Like my mind is just, but this series, I recorded it like, I called Baylor as soon as the idea popped in my head as I was driving home earlier this week. You know what I mean? Mm. Because this, yeah, this superseded what I was actually going to do for this week because it just, the idea hit me and I just wanted to run with it. And then I have other ideas that are going to be more thought out and like more strategically spread out, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, Everything that you see me add, though, is not going to be me doing something that I wouldn't do anyway. It's not going to be something that's not authentic to who I am or my brand, per se, although I am my brand because my show is about me. So when I get these DMs and I get people telling me, 
And in some ways, if you have not really had conversation with me and you uh, don't DM me and ask me to be on my show. And here's why. It's not because I don't want you on. Well, I don't want you on my show, but I don't want you on my show because I don't know you. Because my show is about my life and the ways I'm trying to grow, the legacy that I'm trying to leave behind. You notice that I have a lot of the same guests until I have an idea for a new guest, but it's a new guest that I already had rapport with. We've been talking in these Twitter streets or these IG streets or whatever. There was literally only one time that I had people that I didn't know on my show. And that was when I had the attorneys with swag and it was a dope experience. It was a dope episode. But what I don't like about it is I've literally never talked to them since then. And that's not what I want when it comes to my show. Everybody that's been on my show, even if they only came on once, we talked outside of the show. We, I might even have their phone number and we might text here and there depending on who it is because I have, you know, closer relationships with some than others. But that's how I want my show to yeah. then if I want you to come back because I have another idea for you, it's like my life and how I'm trying to grow and you're a part of it. But if you're just some, especially if you ask me to do something that if you've never listened <laughs> clearly, because some of the DMs I get, I'm like, I would never do a show like that. <laughs> and I just, you know, like, so that just lets me know you really don't know me and you're here for the wrong reasons. And that's not me. I don't care about the industry side of things. Right. Like I just, I never have, and I never will. And I'm glad because I get invitations to be on people's shows. And if it's not something that I either have time for, or if it's not something that like, if someone was to ask me to, I don't know. I can't think of anything. Talk about. I don't know. I can't think of something, but talk about something that I don't want to talk about or I know that. Oh, somebody asked me to be on a black history podcast. I mm -hmm. am not about to pretend like I know about that enough to be on somebody's show. So I referred him to somebody else because it's like I care about that. Your episode is a good episode just like I care about the vibes of my episode. Right. I don't know how we got here. <laughs> we got there. We got there. Here we are. But yeah, man, I, and I, and so that's why, because I have that mindset when it comes to other people's shows, I don't have to feel bad about not wanting, like, I don't feel bad. This is my show. And if you're a podcaster, you have your own show. So it's kind of like, if I have a show idea for you, Trust me, I will reach out. But if I don't, then I'm not going to. And y'all know I could hold it down by, my, by myself because I was solo for almost a year before I had a guest. And I'm glad I did that because I don't ever want to need other people to do my show. I may need other people for an idea, but if that don't work out, I'll do a solo episode. And I'm cool with that. And... Y'all keep coming back for that, too. So y'all will see more stuff coming and all that good stuff. 
But we have reached the end of the TV and movie edition of Black Card Revoked. I hope y'all heard some of your favorites um, that maybe you felt relatable or there might be stuff that, you know, you never heard of, whatever. But again, the whole purpose of this is to shatter the misconception that we only have to watch Black shows, Black TV, Black music, Black whatever. I love us. Don't get me wrong. Trust me, I do. But I can also appreciate other people still, I mean, other people's stuff as well and still be just as Black as if I'm watching a different world or living single or I don't know if I want to say the Cosby show. I like that was my show, but you know, Doctor Huxtable and yeah. Mrs. Huxtable and yeah, he the old, yeah the whole gang man. I yeah. was definitely uh, the Cosby Cosby show in a different world definitely in my mm-hmm. top five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, it's unfortunate the way life happens and whatever. But before we get up out of here, Baylor, tell the people where to find you. Yes, you can find me on Twitter. Twitter blue, by the way. Yeah, mm. yeah. How no do you more. like that? Because hey, I have it, not yet. This has this has uh, uh, cancel culture written all over it. So <laughs> I believe they was like, you know what? Let's just make sure they don't cancel each other out. Give them a few seconds and remind them, hey, do you want to put this out? Do you think you spelled that right? So Are how you- does it work? Like. You you tweet and then it says, "Are you sure?" Or no, if you tweet, I've had before Twitter boot was even a thing. I remember uh, tweeting out something. I'm not sure how they thought it was offensive, but then again, we don't work for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we have different thought process uh, and thicker skin over here. <laughs> but I remember them sending me a message like, "Are you sure you want to send that out?" That's different from what Twitter boot actually is, which is you'll t- you'll you'll type something up and press send and then there's a load button that's going oh. now but it does give you the option to just go ahead and bypass that if you if you gangster and like no i what i wrote is what i wrote <laughs> you know what i mean so you still got that option but it also gives you i don't know i've never really counted but it seems like it's somewhere around 10 seconds or so mm. like, like somewhere between 10 to 15 seconds maybe and it's just loading and if you don't undo, and when you do press undo, it doesn't erase the whole thing. It just goes back to the original tweet or whatever. So now you have the, the option of fixing it up before you do press it. Make sure you want to stand on your word. And then, you know, that's it. Now, there's other things as well, but that's pretty much the main thing that everybody is using right now. See that? I like that it's like that. Because I feel like I understand why Twitter is never going to give us a just an edit button because mm-hmm. of the premise of Twitter is this is my fleeting thought in this moment and you're going to stand on that. Yeah. But typos will make me delete. I used to delete. Typos happen. Ty- you know what ty- I'm saying? And, and I, typos I used to are delete. Huge. But now I'll quote tweet, but now mm-hmm. it's just something it just I'm starting to not care anymore. Like me neither. Me because neither. it's just it's it's too much. But I like that I read, I haven't gotten it yet, but I was reading to see what all the features. The only other feature other than that 
really just for the purposes of typos is when I do my company videos, I try to keep it under 220, two minutes, 20 seconds. So it can fit on Twitter because like three minutes is TikTok. So I make sure it doesn't go over TikTok time limit. So three minutes is my max. Well, I think the IG. limit is longer than that now. Oh, on TikTok? No, not on TikTok, on uh, on, on Twitter. Huh, because Twitter blue, I know it said up to 10, so that might yeah. be why you yeah. got it. The rest of us yeah. peasants yeah. don't but, have but that. I, 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 would say, I would say the main the main reason why is because no matter what, I would say more of us than not, we all know we were just talking about the whole stealing or borrowing content and things like that. You never know when the, when your tweet is going to take off. And tweets that go viral these days could either mean a couple of things, but one of them is you can monetize off of that tweet. Mm. So you never want to put out a tweet that can go viral and you forgot to spell this word right. Or right. you forgot to add this letter or this word or something like that. That's the main. That's the main reason why I got it is because I want to make sure, even if it's like an inspirational status that you just want out there, somebody you read it and feel good about. Mm-hmm. You don't want it to, you know, you want it to be as perfect as it, you know, yeah. as you thought of it. So that aside, I'm just the grammar Nazi in me is like girl you know better like yeah, why didn't yeah. you yeah that's a fact you know so a, but also we also got smartphones that think they smarter than us yeah man that doesn't understand slang until you with it for about two years and did, yep. you, did you mean no or no nah this time <laughs> you know what i mean so it's, there's times where i type it up and i know i typed it correctly but without proofreading it the it looks wild because yeah. it was because of autocorrect mm-hmm. or something like that. So you know, I I didn't put out a gang of messages where I'm like, I know I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, Twitter blue. Did you Twitter say blue. all your yeah, places? Twitter blue at Baylorism, but on all other social media, well, no, on um TikTok as well as Baylorism, and then you know, Facebook. I think face I don't even be on Facebook like that. Uh, IG is at Baylor the Great, and yeah, follow me if you want to. Shit, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> BTG for president, overrun with BTG, Black Horror Humor, The Breaks Radio, um, Rare Science Network, Lunch Break Productions. God damn, that's a lot. Yeah, you, 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 you doing a lot. <laughs> yeah, all that, all that good stuff. I like people that like people, and we all like people. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So make sure you guys are taking care of yourself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Um, do something, do some like have some quality time with yourself and do something that you enjoy. Go get a massage, get a pedicure, get a facial, sit and watch your favorite movie, or you know, whatever. Do something to be kind to yourself. I know the holidays are coming up, so make sure you have your mental and emotions together mm-hmm. so you can go be around your family because I know for some that is harder than others. So do what you got to do with that. And then make sure y'all come back next week for the final part of this three-part series to hear Chris and I 
discuss 10 of our controversial food choices. So, mm. yes, I definitely felt like food, movies and TV and music are usually the dividing categories of blackness. So, yeah. Yeah. Make sure y'all come back for that. And I, you see, I don't have that in the episode notes because you're only going to know if you actually listen to the episode what the next and final one is. And that'll be on Thanksgiving, which is like the perfect time <laughs> to hear about that. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's all we got for y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoy this episode and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gents, this concludes transmission. Tune in next time for a whole new edition. Another adventure and mission to share, be heard, and clarify the vision of this whole new world for... Damn.